Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Eli Libby, and I'm joined with my co-host here, Kyle Nelson. And today, we have an extremely special guest, one that we've been looking forward to, and you guys are really going to enjoy. Yes, yes. Matt Hill. Matt Hill is the founder of One Tree Planted, which empowers individuals and businesses to get out there and plant trees. So welcome to the show, Matt. It's great to have you here. Great. Yeah, super happy to be here. Thanks. And, and where are you at now? I know we were chatting a little bit before, but for the, for the audience. I'm in Kingston, Jamaica. Wow. Awesome. And you have a, what are you guys doing down there? You know, there's two things. My family live in Kingston, Jamaica. So when things were kind of going a little crazy in Quebec, I uh, made an exit and I'm working from here with family. <laughs> and when things get better. And the other thing is we plant with the, the Marley family. So they, the Marley Electronics, oh, wow. Marley Coffee, et cetera. So we're doing a project here in Jamaica. So I'm actually getting to meet with the Ministry of the Environment and uh, going to see some sites. Awesome. That's amazing. Doesn't sound like a bad gig. Man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's cool, Matt. Well, thanks again for being on the show. We're, we're super excited mm-hmm. to have you here and we're going to have a great conversation today. Yeah. So a little background on um, why we have Matt. It's one to learn mm-hmm. about the amazing work he's done, mm-hmm. but it's also uh, Results Imagery has partnered up with One Tree Planted. And uh, we just wanted to talk with Matt, learn a little bit about One Tree Planted, how he got started, what really kind of got that fire lit for you, um, and where you guys are at today. So, Matt, if you could kind of just go way back to the beginning of One Tree Planted and, you know, how you got started and why, you know, what was that trigger point where you're like, I need to make a difference and I need to get this thing going? Sure. Well, my undergrad was in poli sci, so I took a lot of environmental classes way back in the day. I've always been interested in it but not one of those extremists that's strapping myself to a tree or, you know, those that, that, that I'm more of a moderate. Right. And then I started a sustainable food packaging company and I happened to have good timing, but got everything into the winter Olympics in Vancouver. So they had a mandate that it had to be like compostable beer cups, coffee, oh. cups, cutlery, et cetera. And then the manufacturer asked me to run Canada for them. So um, it was an amazing job. Loved it. You know, so all the grocery stores that were using styrofoam meat trays, et cetera, that cost two cents, three cents. I was using fiber-based trays, you know, but they cost five cents and the companies would always be saying, you know, can't do it. It's 50% more. And I'd always say to them, it's not 50% more. It's two cents more. Right. Pass on that two cents to the consumer and ban styrofoam. And people would love to do that or say, sure, you know, you're getting rid of something. And it just wouldn't happen. And I would always hear from companies, um, we wish we could do more. Right. And I say, can plant trees. People don't realize how important tree, trees are to the environment. And then a really big grant said, Matt, that's a great idea. You know, start that. So I was thinking about it and I had young kids at the time was doing a lot of traveling, building that sustainable food packaging company. I just represented the manufacturers. Okay. So I started because I know people would love to help the environment. And I always tell people, you know, when you plant a tree, it helps the environment in so many ways. One, it helps with cleaning the air, cleans the water, helps with biodiversity has health impacts, social impacts, and it's helping sequester carbon from the uh, atmosphere. So those are my six pillars. Wow. That is just a win, 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 win. Six pillars. (laughs) I I absolutely love that. That's so cool. Being in Central Oregon and in Bend specifically, we are surrounded by the trees. And it's something that we really care about and our whole team cares about. So when we had the opportunity to partner with you guys, it was a no-brainer. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We were super excited. Um, we were working with We Hero, who helped us uh, introduce, you know, you and your team, and um, yeah. what they're doing is amazing, helping companies with their with their programs and initiatives. And we were super yeah. excited when they said, "Yeah, we've got a partnership for you guys." And like, let's get started. Yeah. 
So, so Matt, when, uh, when let's start with kind of an individual and I, and I know that's a, a big part of the business. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it, is it more individual based that individuals can create impact or is it more business focused, which I guess, where is it? Kind yeah, of- you know, it's a great question. You know, we look at donations happen online and it's about a hundred thousand transactions in the year that happen, And most of those are individuals. And when there was the Amazon forest fires and that one day we had 5,700 transactions, oh my transaction was over $500. That just shows there were so many people that wanted to help the Amazon and they donated $1, $4, $10. And now all of a sudden we had this big pool of money to help these great organizations <laughs> in the Amazon. Wow. That's, that that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I know we were, oh. we, were um, we, we came from California and we were affected by a lot of the wildfires and, uh, just seeing like the devastation out there and trying to be able to give back and impact yeah. has been huge. Yeah. But going, going to your question though, I mean, a lot of transactions and that's why you said $1 plant one tree <laughs> and people feel like they can make a difference, you know, collectively, you know, we're planting a forest is my expression. But then when you look at the 2% of the transactions is from companies, let's just say, but it probably represents about 50% in terms of the donations that come in um, because they're bigger amounts, you know, from, from business typically, because we plant with like Facebook and Nestle and stuff. So a bit of a bigger amount. So do you guys have like a running count of how many trees you guys have planted? Well, you know, we're seven years old starting now and we're a little over 20 million trees in total. <laughs> That's That's great. Great. Yeah. I never would have thought somebody just asked me the day when, when you started this, do you think you would be that big and becoming recognizable? And, you know, it's really funny. We spoke to a brand just the other day and they were saying that they're starting their big sustainability program. This is a big, big recognizable brand. They said that they were voting on which environmental cause they wanted to work with. And it was, they said to me overwhelmingly, it was one tree planted. So, you know, that's amazing to hear, you Mm -hmm. know, and inspiring saying, wow, they've built something that's this and people are starting to recognize the brand. And that's always been my mission. You know, corporate culture, definitely the most important, but it was never a big number like, oh, we're going to get to 50 million trees or this and that. I just said, when you ask anybody on the street, you know, about a tree planting organization, the first thing that comes to the top of mind would be one tree planted. So I said, you know, build the brand, build the brand, and then donations will, will occur from that. That's amazing. We talk about that all the time from an e-commerce perspective about building brands. We help companies build brands. And in order to build a brand, then you can stand on top of higher prices and all that different things. But um, that is really cool to hear that that mindset is set. Um, a question that I kind of had as you started talking about that is, especially in the, in the newer generation or like the millennial generations, they want to support brands that do good for the environment. Right. There's so many different brands out there like, um, like Allbirds and Tom's Shoes, and all these different brands. I know I'm just naming shoe companies, but um, they're the support that the consumer has when they give back. We, we see that a, a ton, but I think from a, a company culture perspective, it really binds culture when you have a social impact behind that. Right. Is that something that was, uh, like you, you just said, that c- corporate culture was a big pillar of why this all started. Is that something that you guys are, are pushing a lot on, or is that just kind of something that is coming more naturally based on some of the stuff you, you had just mentioned? You know, just being my age and working for companies, I always said, you know, I start my business, you know, I'm, I'm going to have it this way. And I just said, it's so important to have a team that's going to be support you. Um, and it's just a team effort. And this, you know, we built because of the team and everybody being nimble and being able to support each other. No Debbie Downers is the expression yeah. I say, you know, um, and then and then you just see the result and everybody's looking forward to coming into work every day. And we're doing such 
of great work. So yeah, team effort. Um, yeah, so it was something that I wanted built in the DNA when we started it. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, we've, since we announced just at, in our office, like we just see employee morale, like the impact when, when we have an employee taking one photo that we've really pushed, like realize when you're taking this photo, you're literally making a difference in the central yeah. Oregon forest. Like there will be a tree somewhere out there because of your finger clicking. Like, yeah. And it just gets so hyped about it. They're excited and know that the impact just mm -hmm. from coming to work every single day. And what's really cool too is the clients we've been talking about, they love that, you know, really because of their purchase, they're making the difference and we're just the vehicle for them to plant the trees. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, it's like it's this. Tangible. Yeah, it's exactly. You get it. You know what a tree is and you know yeah. it's an organ, you know, and then learn more about the impact. And I always tell companies or people like they care, they care more about learn more. It's not about the grand number, whether you say some like fancy number. It's like, I want to learn about how this having an impact in Oregon, you know? And I love the Oregon story. I mean, I'm sure you guys watched the video, but those million and a half trees were planting there in critical watersheds, which is helping yeah. with the water temperatures, cleaning the water to the Chinook salmon, to the ripple effect house, helping the resident Oregon well. You're like, what? And how does that all happen from planting a tree? Yeah. And it's really cool too, the more aware we are with um, your guys' organization and working, because we work with some local companies too mm -hmm. here in town. And just seeing like, there's all these companies that are part of your guys's <laughs> partnerships. And we're just like, and now we're starting to find these really cool common grounds with companies to work with just because we both have a common, you know, need to help the the, the local forest. So it's yeah. been really cool. We're working with other companies that are part of your guys's organization and partnerships. And it's cool to just work with others that have a, a common goal of making a difference. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the original question, corporate culture, how do you kind of create that? And you know, create that vision, corporate culture, and we're doing something amazing together as a team. But, you know, for the first four years in a row, we went to Colorado and we, as a team, and then we would go visit a nursery and then we would go the next day and bring our business partners out. And the team got to meet all these people that they're talking to face to face, but then the team really got to be doing stuff together and we go to restaurants. And that really helps with the team bonding, getting to know each other. Um, and then this past year, um, we were supposed to go to Oregon. We were changing it up and we were all excited. We we're going to Portland, Oregon, and we we're going to plant a bunch of trees and bring our business partners out there. And unfortunately, you know, it got postponed, but we're looking forward to coming back out to Oregon for this year for Earth Month. Hopefully, knock on wood, that we can all be out there and get together. We'll definitely be joining. Yes, absolutely. That's another uh, perfect segue into what we were talking about next, which is events. You guys host um, a lot of different events around planting trees correct? And, and bringing people and they can, they can actually have that experience to plant trees. Um, tell us a little bit more about that and the story behind why you guys, why you guys are doing that. I think it was a significant part of our growth doing the tree planting events because that really brings people getting their hands in the dirt mm -hmm. and realizing how important this is. Right. Um, and when we took the pictures from there and we would post it on social or post it on our website, it really showed, hey, action you know because i hear about these pledges and commitments and again big numbers but then it falls by the wayside and people just hey what happened to that thing that you guys mentioned you were going to do so when we do these tree planting events whether it's in portland or it's in los angeles or miami we're getting people out and then they're like wow i want to do more so it's inspiring is my sense and it's really helped us grow yeah i i think that touches on the um really the the meat and potatoes of this podcast, which is transparency and accountability. I think for these companies that say they're going to give back, um, you never really, at least I have felt in the last 
couple of years. You rarely you never really, see it, yeah. Yeah, you never really know if they are actually doing what they say they're doing. What I really like about you guys, and I'd like to touch on how you guys view transparency and what you guys are doing. I know you guys publish a lot of media, which we're huge fans of, photos and videos of these events, showing that you guys are actually in the dirt right. doing it, and there's people actually doing it. What do you think about transparency as a whole for social impact strategies and programs uh, for these different businesses? You know, people with access to, you know, the Googles and the phones and everything, mm -hmm. you can just see what's going on in real time, right? And I want to bring people along for the journey. And then I feel that that, you know, trying to be as transparent as possible. I mean, people always ask me, like, how do I know my tree is being planted? And then if you go back a year later, how do I know my tree even survived, right? So the pictures, you know, I put the pictures worth a thousand words, right? So all those photos are there. But I, I no, I'm not answering the question exactly, but there's four significant costs, site preparation, cost to grow that tree, and then the cost to put that tree in the ground, and then the maintenance. And then so for this journey, call it for 18 months, you know, bringing that donor, whether they gave a dollar or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, you know, we want to treat everybody the same across the board saying, hey, we really appreciate that dollar that you donated to Oregon. This is the project that's going to. These are the types of trees that it's going to. This is when we plant the trees during the rainy season. Hey, we're growing your tree. And then those photos are saying, hey, look, we're out planting those trees, right? And then there's the post-project report saying, hey, we got 80,000 trees planted at this particular project, and we had 85% tree survivability, you know, and here's how it made an impact. And then people ask me questions, well, what happened to those 15% that didn't survive? You know, it snowed, or they got eaten by the local deer in that particular site, or, you know, there's a percentage of trees that don't survive because when they go into the ground, they weren't planted properly, or... Mm -hmm. You know, so a lot of factors. And then for transparency too, I've had some donors that say, can I come out and visit the site? So I, I totally recommend that. Come visit the nursery where we're growing those trees, then come out to the site and see it for yourself. And I've had people come and just, you know, out there helping out in whatever way they can. That's cool. Yeah, we're really excited. We've already planted some trees just to kind of kick it off and we can't wait to get our first big shipment. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna invite we hero to do it with us and probably some local clients as well but um going back yeah. to the thing, just out of curiosity what does the maintenance look like um with the trees well you know so maintenance can be a lot of different things because you know to stop the leaf ants in certain areas or you know habitat from just like eating it so i know in oregon when i was out there you know they're saying a big part was the deer local deer coming so you know, when we give that donation to that partner, we look at a thing called additionality and permanence. So <clears throat> that organization's already planting 50,000 trees and we give the donation to 10. They should be planting 60,000 trees. And that's what we look at for the additionality, oh. right? like increasing their salary or buying a new pickup truck, right? But what we will look at is maybe they could put a tree guard around that tree so that, you know, the deer won't eat it or they could fence the perimeter or they could add fertilizer to the project. So we could overall enhance the tree survivability of the project. Um, so, and then it could be just even going to have to water the trees afterwards and check on the trees. Right. But, you know, in some of the big, you know, organizations, they just plant, you know, the right tree, the right time, right place. So, you know, it's typically in the spring when the soil's moist and they know that they're gonna get the proper watering in that spring season. And then we'll go back, you know, a couple months afterwards, a year afterwards to just like report on it. And we just going on the transparency, a big push for 2021 for us is satellite monitoring. Oh, so wow. that we look at the next three years, five years, you know, in terms of 
the percentage of trees that are there. I mean, some of the technology is fast progressing that they could capture a lot of really cool metrics. And one was sophisticated, it could get down to the leaf blade and it could even detect like new ant holes, like ant nests that are growing. Crazy. That's insane. Wow. wow that's super insightful. Yeah, I, I guess full transparency. I didn't really think about the maintenance. Like I, I know the impact yeah. we're going to be making with planting the trees, but I didn't think about the survivability and the, the maintenance of it and just kind of every. Most people just think planting a tree, right? You get the shovel, yeah. get the tree, and call it good. But it's actually pretty cool and insightful to learn. Actually, totally. People also, think you just they think donate three dollars <laughs> to me, and I go out tomorrow and plant the tree in Oregon and bend Oregon for them. And I'm like, it doesn't work that way. So you know, we have these buckets of money for Oregon. Donations are coming in when the planting, so that they have to collect the seeds, grow those trees in the nursery, so they're reaching a certain size, and that it's ready for call it the spring to go out there. You know, we're planning like call it a year and ahead. And then that donation that goes to Oregon, you know, we might give a watershed $2,000 to get the trees in the ground, others 80,000. And then, you know, every dollar's tracked and your dollar went to one project in Oregon, somebody else's could have gone, you know, right. elsewhere. But the important thing is the follow up, like, hey, I donated $20 to you guys six months ago, I haven't heard peep from you. So again, it's been a critical thing for me to be there. Or if you call the company and you have an issue that, you know, we're responding in less than 24 hours, hopefully hours to get back to you and resolve that problem because we can all be in those shoes where you're calling and you're on hold or nobody gets back to you and it's very frustrating so that is definitely something uh, that's my top priority yeah you know everybody drops the balls mistakes happen right but you know you're correcting it not just being in this limbo state that's so cool yeah communication is key so. mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah we uh we're super <laughs> so we i think they how many trees did we get shipped i mean it wasn't much that we originally yeah. uh it was only like i think we only got like 15 15 trees yeah. we have one in a in a bucket that we have as a pretty much a office lot. plant <laughs> pet yeah that, that mm -hmm. kind of represents though to always remind everybody you know when they're when they're working look over like this is yeah. truly you know the impact we're making don't forget that because yep. um you know it's part of what we do it is matt <clears throat> talking about the the six pillars that you talked about before kind of these educational pieces to potential customers out of the pillars, which one do you think resonates most with people? I know it's going to be depend on region, but when you guys are, are either selling or pitching on your website, what is kind of like the bigger priority pillars that people maybe resonate most with? Like for me, I, I didn't know, I did, I was not educated about how it improves some of the, the watershed and the Chinook salmon like that. I, that mm -hmm. amazing to me how it yeah. kind of connected all the dots there. I think about sucking carbon out of the, um, uh, out of the air, as well as you know, replanting the forests from a fire. But tell mm. us more about maybe some of those higher priority pillars and educate sure. customers on that. You know, I, I think the one that resonates the most, and it's it's one of my favorite, is the biodiversity that people take for granted. So when you're, I mean, look, if you take the Australia bushfires, two billion animals were lost to those forest fires. Two billion. What a crazy number. And then when you look at the amount of that are displaced because they needed these trees for protection because they stayed up there to stay away from prey or whatever it might be. So, you know, so animals, you know, comes top of mind that people are like, oh, my God, you're helping with the koalas, right? Or you're helping with, um, you know, the spotted owl up in Northern California, let's just say. Um, and then to me, you know, health, like, I mean, it's so therapeutic where, you know, you go out and you're under that tree in the shade or it's just like bringing down the temperatures in the hot summers that we're doing for canopy cover. Um, so, and it has holistic benefits. So, so many, right? And that's the great thing because there could be climate deniers and I've been there with them and they don't believe in it. They think it's a cyclical 
whole thing, but they had the touch point saying, I know when I give you this money, it's going to create jobs. And I'm like, absolutely. So that's the other one too that I see is a fast growing area. So social impact. Hey, when we're creating this nursery here in Rwanda, it's empowering women to be into the work uh, right. for it. And we're, and we're creating agroforestry, fruit trees, nut bearing trees, and there's a sustainable livelihood behind here. And I went out to a site in British Columbia and this girl, you know, was a tree planter for many, many years. And then she, you know, quit because it's very physical work. And then she worked and then she went into a deep depression and then she went back out to tree planting and then she felt so much better and got out of that. And it's so therapeutic when you're out there in nature. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, that's amazing. I think what you said about um, pulling on those emotional strings of people, people love animals. I, I really don't know who doesn't like animals, but when you pull, when you pull on those strings from a biodiversity standpoint, I think that is super impactful. I mean, that's, yeah, that's so cool. And it's, then it's insane. Therapeutic. I mean, that's just stuff that you, I don't. I don't think people think about that when they think about planting a tree. No, you think of planting a tree. Yeah, like, that's but it. Not like I said, about like the, the thinking about everything element, else, the, the emotional connection there. Yeah. I love it. Supporting the job force. I, the I job didn't think force. of that one. Yeah. that's amazing. Like you know. Yeah, you guys are doing. You guys, you guys are, are doing, doing so much. There's it's so amazing. many different. It's no cool. pun intended. There's a ton of different roots from what you guys were doing. You guys are. You guys are. It's 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 really cool. That was witty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually wanted to mention something. I um, I saw on your website, you guys yeah. have all your galleries for photos of different really big events you guys did in 2020. And I noticed you guys went to paradise um, and helped with the campfire and planted trees. Um, I personally lost my house in that fire. And so seeing the impact you guys made on my community it's like not only, you know, planting trees, re replanting you know, the millions that were lost in that fire, but you guys helped the community as well come together at a time of loss huge. and deep depression. And everyone's just like, what the hell happened? 95% of buildings burnt down. And then there's this company coming saying, hey, let's help out. Let's plant some trees. So I just wanted to personally say thank you to you and your organization for doing that because before One Tree Planted, I knew I heard about it. And today we're looking at the gallery and I was like, holy crap. That yeah. was One Tree Planted, the company that we're partnering with. So it, crazy how it all came came around. So thank you for doing that. Just want to personally say that. Hey, no, thank you. And I appreciate that. And sorry to hear that. But yeah, I would, and I used that as an example. It got wiped yeah. off the map. I mean, yeah. Paradise, Butte County. So what, you know, the thing, take that example that you just mentioned. So now they need trees, but, you know, they're in this state of, call it chaos. And what do we right. do? Infrastructures first and, you know, lives and everything like that. And trees, you know, putting those trees back in the ground is kind of down at the end. But sometimes right. it could be vital because they have to bring moisture back in the ground so they're not going to get a spark up again. And then when they need that funding, I think it was a couple hundred thousand dollars that was needed. It would have taken very bureaucratic to get it through the state. Oh, so like, hey, you would need to get those trees ordered at the nursery right now. Boom, we're in. And then they got it for next season to just get it in. And then a lot of those trees were distributed to private landowners that could just put yeah. it on there. That might not have happened, but now they're getting for free. So it helped a lot. So wherever we can help. And then up in British Columbia, again, another forest fire there. And they noticed when it hit Aspens and Cottonwoods, the, the fire stopped. So they're you know, a lot more resilient to fire. Um, so they said that if they would have gone to the provincial government to order these trees, it would have taken forever. But they need them now to kind of like look for the next season. Are they seeing you know difference? Obviously, the trees need to grow. But but you know, one tree planted to just be nimble and to be able to support when that funding is needed. We're trying to create this nimble fund, us and WRI, so that when these type of immediate needs are there, that we have this funding that we can just like kind of support, you know, immediately. And now going to Butte County as well, just to say there's a critical junction where those forest fires keep happening every decade. 
And they yeah. have asked now to do oak trees because oak trees are more resilient to drought and forest fires. So we're doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was actually going to ask the different kind of trees Justin's you guys, and you guys, yeah. is it just like you guys have access to nurseries for all kinds of trees depending on the regions and are typically those nurseries local to those regions? Um, yeah, you know, it's localized, acclimatized, and you know, when Butte County and California is broken up into like 98 resource conservation districts, they all know specifically what they need for right. their, they know it best. So when they say, hey, we're going to order these type of trees, you know, we rely on them as the experts to know what's needed. What you know, so we provide that funding for them to do it. Awesome. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to probably start wrapping it up here. Yeah. What's, what's, I mean, hard to say, but what's next for One Tree Planet? Just continuing the focus and the mission of it. Do you guys have yeah. any cool new initiatives you guys are working on? Any cool projects coming up? You know, I'm hoping, hoping in April with Earth Month that we can get out there and organize a lot of tree planting events to happen because that just gets people out there. And, you know, my big thing that I say is talking to people like you, and, you know, letting people know it's small little steps that collectively make a difference. You know, yes, planting trees is important, like we said, with the six pillars, but, you know, people feel paralyzed that they can't do anything. It's, it's beyond them. But I'm like, look, you can go volunteer at a local watershed and help them. And it might not even be planting a tree. It could just be helping with invasive tree species removal. It could be going to parks to just clean stuff up there, right? Um, you know, you could be a vegetarian for a day, right? So that's why I'm saying these small little actions collectively make a difference. And I think with COVID and everything, people are now realizing, hey, in this short time, because look, you could see the Himalayas within months. You started to see waterways that became hey, more clean within months. So if we actually do make these conscious efforts to do things, you can see the positive difference. So I think this was an eye opener for everybody. And now people are looking at doing things uh, differently. Wow. Amazing. That's that's a yeah wow that's really cool before we wrap up what was the himalaya part i mean i'm interested in but the air there was so much smog and now when there was less cars on the road less planes in the yeah, sky right? all of a sudden you could see the himalayas just because there's not smog there and then waterways that were so dark you couldn't even see the fish so now you know the big thing that i saw especially from the corporate side was well is it really going to make a difference i'll put x amount of money in there it's going to take years before we're going to see anything not because it's not the right thing to do they don't know is this really going to work but now in that first three months, they were showing clips from around the world. We're like, wow, look, we can see the Himalayas, which we yeah. haven't seen for ages. So um, my, my point was, we can see now if you make small little changes, you know, corrections that it can be better. Yeah, I know the Bay Area, San Francisco. Oh, yeah. It was like all over the news. Yeah, cleared up. There's like nobody on the roads. It cleared up super fast. Yeah, yeah. And have you guys seen the state of California, that video series? But like when they're interviewing like all these different stakeholders right. throughout California, and, you know, the thing we have to do is look at doing things a little bit differently. You know, there's that, what's that expression of doing the same thing over and over, the definition of insanity, expecting a different <laughs> result. So, you know, we need to be doing, you know, fuel, fuel load reductions or spacing the trees differently, or maybe doing a few different tasks, maybe the materials we're using for housing, you know. So again, I'm seeing some people that are being more open-minded to approaching this differently, right. which is great. It's a good thing, you know, that there's always a positive out of a negative of 2020, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And then, so for 2021, yeah, you know, our team and inspired and working with groups uh, like you guys and getting you guys out to come meet our team. So I just, you know, encourage anybody who wants to ask more questions, you know, I'm always available to talk to anybody and, and I love doing it. So that's Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. 
Well, thanks, Matt, for your time. Mm-hmm. We are very excited. Like we said, we're, we're launching February 1st. And we're going to start counting the, the photos and seconds of video to start getting some trees in the earth. Um, and we appreciate you just jumping on the podcast yeah. and, and letting us kind of talk to you and honestly educating us more about it really is more of an impact that we're doing than just yeah. planting a tree. And that's actually really exciting because we can now share these different impacts that we're making exactly. with, our, with our clients. Yep. So thank you so much, Matt. Um, do you want to let everybody know where they can find you and One Tree Planted? Sure, onetreeplanted.org or my email, matt at onetreeplanted.org. Feel free to send me an email. And I got to get you guys some t-shirts. Have you guys got some reforestation t-shirts? Yeah, we don't have any yet. swag. Yeah. We got to get some. We actually saying that this morning. We yeah. need to order some or no, something. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm going to send it to you guys. So don't worry about it. So connect and I'll get you guys and the team what you need. Perfect. Oh, that'd be amazing. Thanks, Matt. Thank you so much, Matt. Well, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros Podcast. And we're looking forward to talking to you guys on the next episode. Have a good one, guys.